What's up, Overcomers? Welcome to another episode of the Overcoming You Podcast. I am your host, Josh Canuti. I hope everybody had an awesome weekend. If you haven't done so already, please give us a rating, subscribe, drop us a review. Love to hear your comments and your feedback. My guest today is a big man, to say the least. He's athletic. He's been an MMA fighter. He is a entrepreneur, a life coach, and an all-around amazing person. You'll hear us talk about it in the first little bit of the podcast, but he's one of those individuals that every single person that comes in contact with him instantly likes him and has nothing but positive, raving things to say about this young man. He has some amazing insight. His heart is so huge, almost as big as his bicep. Please welcome my guest today, Mr. Big Will Robert yourself love once you start loving yourself and you allow yourself to love yourself for who you are it's not such a huge you don't have all that anxiety all that angst all that pressure on yourself it's like just love yourself be in the present and enjoy this journey man my man my friend mr big will robertson what's up man what's up brother thanks for having me i think i told you this when I was at your um, gym the other day, but you are one of two people in my 37 years that every single time I talk about you or your name comes up when you're not around, every single person, not one, not some, not not 90%, every single person goes, oh my God, that guy is such a good guy. Everybody says that. That's cool. You know, we have a mutual friend. He's my Muay Thai coach, Pat, you know, yeah. talking to him. and Great guy. Yeah. And he doesn't know that we knew each other or any, anything. He yeah. goes, I was like, you know, the guy, Big Will, you know, came up and he's like, that guy is so good. You know, or That's the real cool. estate agent that we know, he goes, oh, my God, that guy is so awesome. Yeah. Everybody always Must says that. Must be doing that, something so. right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Uh, yeah. No, you're, yeah. Uh, you're they a good talk, guy. Yeah. But, you know, they, they do things behind my back every once in a while, like steal my cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Love you, dog. <laughs> Did he jack, jack your cupcakes or something? He, he, I mean, he does things. No, nah, not for real. I'm just, I'm just playing. I love that guy. Yeah. That guy is so nice, too. Yes, he is. So let's kind of get into it. You you have a lot of things that you've overcome, and you have a really cool, like we talked about a little bit yesterday, real cool dichotomy of stuff that you've overcome in your life, but then you also coach and mentor and inspire so many people on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So you're able to see from a bird's eye view the individuals as well. So let's kind of get into this. Kind of describe yourself in high school because that's where really where identity starts to form and everyone can kind of connect. So were you a jock? Were you the popular kid? Were you quiet? What I kind was, of person were you in high school? I was a jock. I started actually playing sports as a freshman. Um, just lost, I think it was 30 pounds, got into bodybuilding, started lifting weights. Decided, you know, as a freshman, I was going to join the football team. Okay. Failed miserably because I had asthma. It was too hard. It was hell week. And I quit. So got into track and field. Actually, the field part because it was shot put. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, spent that year lifting weights and kind of um, allowing my athleticism to kind of kick in a little bit, you know, and working out and running and stuff like that. And the next year, then I got back into football and we made the teams. So you're in high school, you're um, in track and field, you're popular kid, you were quiet. Popular kid, uh, was yeah. with the popular group, you know, the jocks, got into that that realm, started, did a bodybuilding contest, so no shit. that actually boosted my my uh, confidence a little bit more after I basically had a, had a coronary, you know, yeah. <laughs> with just the thought of getting on stage with oil on and uh, and some dun-da-duns in yeah. front of everybody and will they make fun of me or will I, will it be a success? And it ended up being a success and just basically built, built a good amount of confidence in high school, you know, with the resources that we had. Cool. It kind of gets, gives us a sense of kind of who you were. So I want to kind of transfer that. I want to say on that same athletic vein. So you are or you were a cage fighter, full-on UFC, king of the cage. You actually were in one of, I think, the most iconic MMA fight nights of all time out in Saboba Casino. Oh, my gosh. So you're out, he's out there in uh, just like the UFC cage doing his MMA, and Saboba Casino is an uh, Indian reservation, and it starts to rain, Ugh. and the rain starts to go through this, I forget, was it covered or or did it break through? There was a sun, through? a sun tent 
That means That's it right. keeps the sun out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's cracks in between each um, piece of, of tent. So yeah. it rains in between the cracks, but it kept the sun that wasn't out, out. Yeah, at night, good. Right. So, yes, we got rained on. I thought that was so hilarious. They, it started to rain and everyone stopped. And the king of the cage, people are like, you want to get paid? You better fucking find that rain. Let's go. And you people were you were throwing kicks and slipping and trying to like do double legs, single legs, Bro, and slipping. I can't believe The hardest thing I've ever done in my life. You can't train for something like that. No. No. They're like, okay, uh, so we throw punches, we throw kicks, we get down, we wrestle, and we get back up. We did more falling down and getting back up and attempting to throw punches with yeah. the highest heart rates ever because remember we were uh, this was super yeah. heavyweight yeah with some big boys first round i was done right <laughs> and you saw it yep. yeah yeah on this podcast we always like to talk about like the mental side of it so you're first of all what made you want to get into being a fighter what was it what well, was the reasoning what was the mental side of what were you thinking like hey this is just something fun to make a living i love i love football and football was the one like the the one sport that gave me that 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 primal feeling. You just get in there with another guy and just go head up and just boom, whoever's still standing is the one that won, the yeah. conqueror, you know? And it was the camaraderie also, but after football, there was nothing else, you know? And, you know, you find yourself kind of lost. Had knee surgery, tried to figure myself out and get back into football on a, on a larger level. Got an agent, you know, and okay. I was going to try out for arena football. Ended up catching pneumonia. So it was just like all these obstacles. And it's like, damn, is this really meant to happen? And yeah. then, you know, after a few years of just giving it up and working out, I found, you know, I found a, a trainer to just to get in the shape. Okay. And I was a big boy lifting weights and I was big, but cardio was boring, you mm -hmm. know, sitting on a treadmill. So it, it, some one of my clients introduced me to uh, my trainer, Matty Orlando, and we just, we basically started getting the boxing in and the Jeet Kune Do and kept asking me if I wanted to fight, if I wanted to fight. And I'm like, nah, man, I don't want cauliflower here. I don't right. want to stand the risk of uh, losing my teeth and being scarier than I already look. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And But eventually some things occurred in my life and I'm like, you know what, I got these skills. Either I'm going to go to jail or I'm going to go jump in this, this, this cage and make some money and beat somebody up. Yeah. It was fun. So I did it. Right. It's better. <laughs> Absolutely. Better Absolutely. Where do you think you would have been if you didn't, didn't go that way? Who knows, man? Um, never really gave it much thought. I was kind of lost, you yeah. know, without sports. I, I wanted to play football. And that was my identity for a little bit, you know. And once that was gone, I was depressed for a while. I was depressed. So I was just working in a warehouse. Yeah. And, and selling, then I sold vacuums, became a salesman, you know, and all these little things that, all these little tools that you gather throughout the journey, you know, I'm, 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 I'm adapting to things and I'm learning things and I just didn't yeah. know where to go with it. You know what I'm saying? So I could have just been a, a, a big time salesman right. eventually, right, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. You touched on something that, that resonates with me. And I think a lot of the listeners, you said you were depressed for a little bit. What, what kind of things are going through your mind? at that time the people have heard this before on the podcast but for me i was when i was depressed i was always like i'm a piece of shit like i'm you know i'm not good enough for <clears throat> my wife i'm not good enough i'm a burden on everybody like that's kind of what i was thinking i know that those are kind of dark and deep but it's what were place yeah what kind of thoughts were going through your head during that time well like you said i'm a piece of shit I'm yeah a piece of shit you know um i'm worthless Yes. Yeah. When your energy's low, when your confidence low is low, people perceive you a certain way. And I started looking meaner. You, you lose your jobs. You have a, your mindset is just crunchy, so you don't really care anymore. You yeah. know, so you say things, you do things, you you lash out. Yep. And for me, violence. You know, when I don't have anything else, when I don't have positivity in my life, violence comes out because I'm used to that. That's what I came from. Sure. You know, violence. I lived in a you know inner city, and that's what you know. But when you're not working on the positive, when you're not working on the confidence, where do you go? You go back to what you know, mm -hmm. and that's where I was drinking every day. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because we could do that. But and I did this the same thing. It's so weird because even it doesn't make a difference what age you are. Maybe if you're a teenager, you don't know, but um you sit there and when you feel depressed you 
because you like me, I think are were quote unquote happy drunks or like or most of the time are absolutely you know and so you sit there and go like oh this will just make me feel happy is just trying to like pour this like substance into this hole is just never ending you're just trying to like oh let me get back to full let me get back to full it's just (laughs) never ending never ending it's just like not the just never ever works it It actually that's not the that's not that's actually not true because i think it works the first couple times right you know and then you kind of do that chase the dragon to everything like like you come home from a shitty day you have a drink like i actually feel better yeah and then but you need more, but and you more, need more, and more, and more, and more. And your and more. mindset, your mind is just saturated in just filth. Yeah, and it becomes something else pretty soon. You don't even realize you're, you're Doctor, uh, what's his name, uh, Mister Hyde. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's kicked in. <laughs> right. Yeah, and he's taken root, and uh, Jekyll's uh, running around. So you go into those, uh, you have kind of those thoughts, and you have this outlet of, of fighting or 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 violence or something. But it sounds like you turned it into something good harnessed that and went in that right direction did you just go like what's the thought process on on that do you just go shit i either have to do this or i see where i'm going did you have that like mental fortitude and be like oh shit if i keep going down this road i'm gonna go somewhere bad or i mean i'm at, not sure at that time i was young so i really didn't have much control over it you know you mm. i didn't have the tools put it that way yeah yeah, I didn't do all the soul searching I'm doing right now, the self-development stuff that I'm doing where I, as, as to where I can talk to myself or write some things on the wall that reminds me to get back into that mindset or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I knew working out. But then at that point, yeah, of course I wasn't working out as much because I was drinking. Right. And I was like, woe is me. And I don't share this with many people, but I'm at a point where I can share whatever. You know, I'm nice. confident enough. I, I love to be transparent. You know, um, it helps out. Yes. with a lot just to vent and, and just to show other people that they can be transparent also. Yeah. But, you know, I had a doctor, doctor put me on um, um, antidepressants and uh, I was basically, yeah, it helped, but you, you're in a bubble. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like you can't even touch reality anymore. You're like seeing things from inside of this bubble and everything's gray around you and you're numb. Yeah. And that's where I was. After about a year or so of being on that, I realized, you know what, I'm going to start moving. And I started working out again, started developing that that momentum again, and I started feeling good. Now I can see things with color again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went back and I told the doc, look, man, I can do this without this. And he was like, all right, you sure? Yeah. I'm like, nah, heck yeah, I'm ready to go. And boom, from then on, I never went back to any of that. I just knew working out, it, it, there's something to it. Yeah. You know? So when you made that, when you made that choice to start working out, did you just all of a sudden just start going seven days a week or nonstop? Or did you slowly, gradually work your way up? Like, hey, I'm just going to let me go today. Right. Or how did you do it? Did you I, rip the bandaid off? Or you I, uh, gradually uptick? It was all about the, uh, the the muscle and fitness magazines back then ah. and the flex magazine. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, oh, this looks like a good workout because that dude has a big chest. I'm going to do that one or big back. I'm going to skip leg day. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's too yeah. hard. I might throw up. Yeah. But you, you, I did. I, I I set to set up a schedule, a regimen, and I just did my best to stick to it. And I still, you know, I would veer away from the regimen, but I would, I was somewhat consistent. Yeah. You know, if I set up to do six days with a six day split or whatever it may be, I'd probably do five days or four days one week or whatever. Maybe nothing the next mm-hmm. week because I caught a cold because I wasn't the healthiest dude or whatever it may be. Yeah. But that was that. From that point on, I, I kept it up. So I was consistent as on a weekly basis, but on a daily, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it when I said I would do it constantly. So let's say you were going to do the six six days or whatever. When you didn't do that, did you beat yourself up for not going? Or were you like, oh, at least I did three days today? Yeah, it was like whatever. Okay. Yeah, it was I like think whatever. That's, I think that's really, really big is because so many times in the people listening, they go, especially January 1st, I'm going to hit hit the gym five days a week, uh, nonstop, always going to do, do that. And then they do it for the first week, second week, and then the third week, shit comes up. Life happens. Right. You know, kid gets sick, you get sick, something like that. You only go three days and you go, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. I quit. And you start beating yourself up for it. So I think it's really, really powerful for individuals to hear, yes, put in your regimen, be as strict as possible to stick to that. But if you don't, don't beat yourself up for always it. You still did love. something. Absolutely. Yeah. 
That's that's why people sabotage. That's why they're like, F it. Yep. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do this and not work it anyway. Yeah. And I've been through that before. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've been through that, you know, with the eating because eating has been my hardest. I, I'm from New Orleans, brother. Mm. I was taught happiness is food. You Are you down today? Let me make you a cake. Are you this and that? Fry po' boys. This and, you know, all the goodness, the gumbo and everything. Yeah. That's been the hardest cycle to break is the food. Mm-hmm. Being an athlete was nothing for me. That was fun. Yeah. yeah it was like playtime every day. That actually is a nice little segue into one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about is that you yourself have been through a physical transformation as far as blowing up, getting big, and then slimming down. First, I want to talk about what's your th- thought process or what are you thinking about when you were at the point in your physicality where you're like, I need to change. When you're at your biggest, and you're like, you know what? I don't like what I see in the mirror. What's going through your head? Is that what, what's going on? You get dressed and you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. You know? Or is it just like, hey, just for your own self, did you care? Does it not? Does it make a difference? You know what? I'm kind of stubborn. I'm a stubborn dude. Mm-hmm. So... When you're younger, it's all about getting big, big, yeah. big. So I just kept working on putting muscle on, you know, neglect the cardio, just keep putting muscle on. So I'd always have a belly, but big shoulders, big chest, big, you know, yeah. guns, you know. Um, but there came a point with all the fighting, with all the, the running and uh, playing basketball on the weekends and stuff, I started accruing um, injuries. Mm. And I kept getting injured, you know, because it was no pain, no gain. You just push through the injuries. You keep going. But, right. You know, we all know, well, we don't all know, but you know you know as well as I know that if you have deviations and imbalances in your body and you keep pushing, eventually things give up because muscles are working, doing what they're not supposed to be doing when other muscles should be doing that, that work. You got these muscles that still work yeah. that are overcompensating for everything else that's not working. Yeah, but they eventually break down. That's what happened with me is I kept going, 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 pushing through it, and now I have all these injuries. Mm-hmm. The more injuries I, 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 I got, I gathered, the less I wanted to work out. The, the less cardio, the less, I don't know, I, I think it was a lot of things going on in my head, you know, the movement part of it. it you, you feel somewhat, because you're in pain all the time, somewhat depressed all the mm. time in a way. So I eat. Eating made me happy, brother. Sure. So I eat. I'd lift weights or I wouldn't lift weights sometimes because I was hurt. I'd get hurt every few months. Yeah. I don't know if it was mindset or it was just the crap I was putting in my body or because sure. of the pain and the drinks I would have or whatever it may be. I'd eat and I'd break down and I'd break down. And it got to the point where my back blew out on me. You know, I had herniated, severely herniated discs. Whoa. And I was still sparring. You know, because it's fun for me. It kept me feeling alive. Fucking crazy. Personal training. You know, I'm helping people out on a daily. Yeah. But, you know, you always have your demons on the inside. You know, like I was in pain all the time. I wouldn't, I do my best to eat properly, but then it's like, ah, F this. Right. You know, do my best again. Ah, F this. You know, it's like the eating part was so hard. Yeah. That I just over, the only thing I knew to stay in shape that works is to work out. Mm Mm-hmm. Eventually blew the back out, and there was no more working out yeah. for a whole year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I went to work every single day training people in a chair, in one of these uh, computer chairs, desk chairs. Wow. And learning to articulate what I needed to teach. Yeah, because <laughs> you couldn't do it. Because I couldn't do it. But with that, Damn. it took me taking pills every day. It was very painful. Pain pills like Vicodin and shit like that? Taking Vicodins, yeah. Damn. You know? Sometimes it's like, hey, I can't wait to get off work and not have to talk to people and have a drink. Because, yeah. you know, Vicodins with the drinks, that makes it feel better, even though the pain's still there, you know? You don't feel it. You don't feel it, you know? And, you, I mean, with the back, man, it's like, that's everything. You can't walk, you can't swing, you can't turn, you can't cough. It hurts. Yeah. So I went through, um, you know, doctors telling me I needed to have uh, surgery. I made a decision to do it organically. And because it was every day and it hurt so bad, I had a talk with God one day. And I'm like, man, if you help me through this, I'm changing my ways. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm just crying. I'm, I live by myself. Yeah. I'm crying in the house. I can't be that athlete I used to be. Who am I at this point? I'm watching TV all day and just, you know, just yes. crusty, man. Yeah. I, I made a decision to change my mindset, work on mindset. Start eating organic foods, which I never believed in before. You know, it's like you can eat any kind of lettuce, Brussels sprouts, any, you know, greens or whatever, and cheat a little bit on the side. But it really makes a difference with 
the, the nutrients you're putting in your body, you know, okay. how, and how your body heals. So I, I started doing yoga. I left the weights alone. I started yeah. just focusing on my happy, healthy, positive thinking. With all of that, getting to the root cause, the holistic methods of figuring out what's going on and what's preventing you from, from healing, I, I tackled it. You know, but I had to be consistent. I had to be focused on it because it was the number one thing at that point. Yeah. You know, and I had some help. You know, I had, you know, chiropractors that helped me out. Um, I did, was not going to get surgery. You know, I'm in the fitness world, so I, yep. had, I had the support. Sure. And with that, I just, I stayed on it. You know, I got hurt a few times. You know, it, it was like two steps up, one step down. Yeah. Three steps up, one more step, two more steps down. It just kept getting hurt, crying. It was so taxing on my mind, bro. Yeah. You know, after, after, say, a year, man, I was able to start moving around, start lifting. I actually started sparring again, you know, and it was because I believed, you know, it was my faith, it was my thinking, yeah. and the more, it was like, okay, I went for a month, and I see this kind of progress. This actually works. This is something I never believed in. They, these people have been talking this crap like, oh yeah, just eat right and yeah. and just stretch and just do this. And I'm like, man, get the hell out of here yep. with that shit. Yeah, you know, I'm too. young. You, right. you were young. Well, at 36 years old, you're not that young anymore. Things right. hurt a little bit more than they used to hurt when yeah. you were 20. And there's, these are just signs. And you have to listen to your body. You have to listen to your signs. And I learned to listen. So... The more, the more signs and the more tools I gathered, the more I utilized them, and I got to the point where I was able to be an athlete again, yeah. but a smarter athlete. Now I know I can't fully, full on go hard with the fighting, with the, with the heavyweight training. My, everything's different now. I lift yeah. light, but in control. I stretch more than I actually lift. My stretching before and my foam rolling is longer than my, actually, my actual workout. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's just, that's just the course of life, man. You, have to, you get smarter. You know, the older you get, the less yeah. you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, that's true. Yeah, that's man. True. So that was, the, that was the process. Yeah. You, did, you said so many things there that are just indicative of all successful people, whatever your version of, of success, not talking just financial or anything like that, is you, so you're, you're in this situation, you're not feel, feeling good, you don't necessarily like what you look, look like in the mirror, you're having some me mental battles, and you go, okay, I'm just going to try this, and not try it like, oh, I'm gonna like just flip a coin, I'm gonna slowly start and build and slowly and start and eat right. And the cool thing that I like that you said is that you go two steps forward, three steps back, five steps forward, two steps back. And that's the way with fucking everything, everything. in life, everything. Yeah. It's never gonna go like that, but we all want it to go, people can't see that, it's just a straight line up. It's never gonna go like that. It always goes up, down and around. And, mm -hmm. and you said another thing, you know, a year ago or a year after you were doing this, you know, you said it was a mental battle, but you're so much mentally stronger now than you were before because you did all those things. I, th I feel like it's like mental, those three steps forward, one step back, I feel like it's like a mental curl. Like, Absolutely. and I, I strongly believe, obviously, because of the podcast, I strongly believe mental health is at least as important or more important than physical health. It's more important, I believe. Because, Without the mental, you can't control yeah, the physical. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, I'm glad that in society today that mental health, the stigma of that word or that phrase is, is dissipating, meaning that just because I talk about my mental health doesn't mean I'm... Uh, mentally ill or anything like that and same thing with if i talk about physical fitness just because i talk about physical fitness doesn't mean i'm physically fit or i'm physically unfit i'm just mm -hmm. working out to, to stay fit you have to right. do that shit in life with your ment mental side and i think the way to do it is exactly what you did which is do something that you know is right but is difficult right you know eating right is the right thing to do, but it's difficult. You know, working out is the right thing to do, but it's difficult. Embrace the, more the suck. Time, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Embrace the suck. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I talk about this guy all the time. People probably think I'm uh, I'm definitely Google. He's definitely my man crush, but Joe Rogan talks about all the time, like conquering the that man. inner bitch. Yes. You know, and I think yes. every single time I'm driving home or people listening or you've done it um, before, you're driving home and you don't want to go to the gym and you're like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this, and then you go. Boom, you just conquered that inner bitch and, yeah. and do it. And you just stepped your game up yeah. just by doing what you did not want to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
And every fucking time somebody does that, the more times you can put those little dots together, you string out and you have a real, real happy life because you're doing the right thing Mm -hmm. even though you don't want to do it. I just think it's so, so powerful. It's not easy, but once you get into the habit of it, once you get into the habit of eating right like you did, now it's second nature. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. It's not an, it's, it is not an overnight thing. No. Everybody wants this immediate gratification, this pill thing. If it's going to be something that's worth it, take the time to get through that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be a grind. But if it's not a grind, it's like, boom, you just lose it or you, you don't appreciate it or whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so just to bring that full, full circle, so what was the... I saw some amazing transformation. Um, so what was some transformation, just logistics or the n- numbers behind what you, what you do? You can look them up on Instagram. We'll talk about, put in the show notes at the end. But um, what, were you, what was at your peak? And then what did you uh, slim, slim down to? Um, a few years ago, I was at like 325. Right now, I'm at 260, 265. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look like you. <laughs> Shit. I'm looking all that. sexy with that shirt on right know. now. <laughs> <laughs> I can do another button if you want. Please do. It's like on the fourth one down to the belly button. It's a deep V. It is a Super deep, deep, deep Like Rudy Galindo, the ice skater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, you know what? I, I got into this biohacking thing, and it's freaking cool, bro. And I, I think that's why I'm so into it, because it's cool. It's like... When I got into martial arts, yeah, you know, you learn one thing, you try it, it either works or it doesn't work. But when it works, you're like, whoa, it's yeah, like magic. And by, so explain to the listeners, like, what, what do you mean by biohacking? Allowing your body to absorb or put things in your body and taking things out of your body to maximize its potential, you know, either on a cellular level, mentally, physically, foods, the taking out the chemicals, lighting, grounding, Mm-hmm. You know, taking your shoes off and sitting in the grass and taking those negative, that negative charge from the, from the earth. Interesting. All these little things that, you know, we don't do as Americans because we have pills and we have this and we have yeah. cereal. And no, you got to learn that all this stuff is not good for you. The yeah. dyes, the fillers. Once you take that out and you start doing things at a certain time, working with your circadian rhythms, waking up at a certain time when there's light, eating before the light goes down, you realize your body's supposed to, it, it's, it can be optimized to its maximum capacity if you do things according to its natural ways. Yeah. Eating whole foods, which is healing, you know what I'm saying? Instead of putting things that are packaged full of sugar in your body. Yeah. You know? I do um, power breathing every morning. I do cold showers every single morning. Yes. You know, I take my apple cider vinegar with Himalayan pink salt every morning to stay hydrated and to keep my system flowing properly. Yeah. But those kind of things, man, I fast every single day now. So I do intermittent fasting, 16 hours fasting, eight hours eating, and then I do a 24-hour fast every Monday. Okay. It's changing the game for me because it's keeping it's keeping my hormones on point. It's you keeping know? you level? It's keeping me level. Yeah. And I was never level. I was insulin resistant because I've been eating sugar and eating shit right. all my life and wondering how come I can't lose weight or how come I don't have energy or yes. why is it I can starve myself for about three months, lose a shitload of weight because I was able to work out too sure, and then gain it right back because my set weight is a certain at a certain point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When... Once you can get control of your hormones, your ghrelin, which, you know, controls your app, it makes you hungry, your leptin that controls your appetite, you know, gives you that, that feeling of satiety and, and control this insulin so that you're, you're, you have energy, your metabolic rate is moving at a point that you wanted to move at, you know, you start feeling a certain way, you start seeing things a certain way and you start understanding yourself as a human being. Yeah. And feeling like a superhero, as a matter of fact, because you're not so full of all this crap constantly. That gives you brain cloud. So one of the things that I want to talk about is the breathing exercise that you do. Because so sounds like our morning routine may be similar because I get up and every single day. (laughs) I won't won't tell the listeners the uh, gesture that I got. I get up every single day and literally the one thing that I do regardless, period, end of story, no exceptions, no equivocations, and I don't give a shit about how many days it's been, but um, just because I have a journal, it's 
I think I'm going on like 270 days straight of meditating every single morning, yeah. minimum five minutes, usually about 20. Um, and there's some breathing exercises that go along with that. So you do some breathing. What did you say you called it? I, I do the Wim Hof breathing. Okay. Um, Can you explain just briefly what that is and why it's kind of important or what, what benefits somebody going to get out okay. of that? Well, for the brain, number one, it is a, a meditative thing. You know, that anytime you breathe and you can be, um, you can center yourself, you can be present, you know, it gives you a sense of, it, it calm, it's calming. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can have anxiety and, and you breathe a little bit, give yourself a few minutes of breathing and allowing and setting intentions. You calm down, man. And the whole, your whole outlook on life changes. It's yeah. funny how just breathing can change all that. Yeah. But um, I get in the shower and I, I turn the cold water on and... Uh, <laughs> I start breathing. I give myself 50 power <laughs> breaths. That's like hyperventilating. And it's like hyperventilating. It's like, you know, pulling it in, but allowing it back out. All through the mouth or through um, the nose and I, then out? Or at this matter? point, it really doesn't matter. Okay. You know, with, uh, with Wim Hof, he said it really doesn't matter how you get the air in as long as you can get it in. Gotcha. You know, not, it's different than yoga. Okay. But I do that. With the mindset of, I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to conquer this. And on the last breath, what you want to do is you want to hold it in. Hold it for as long as you can. Tighten up every single one of your muscles. And then release. But release with calming, soothing, controlled breaths after that. Okay. okay. With that, it, 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 it allows your body to adapt to the cold. You know, eventually you can handle anything, you know, um, that is a, an acute stress, which is either really cold water, really cold weather, hot. You're able to become a, the human being that we were in the sap, more savage caveman sure. days, right? Because we need that. Yeah. But it, it boosts your metabolism. It strengthens your immune system. It can give you a jolt of energy because you're oxygenating your blood as well as getting rid of the poisons that's that's in your system. Uh, what is it? Carbon dioxide. Mm -hmm. And it, you start your day off properly. Clear mind. Like you've had a, a big pot of coffee. Like you're just on point yeah. energetically. Your muscles are ready to go. And um, there's some other things that I really can't think of right now. But right. There, there there's other benefits to it. But, bro, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. There's a, um, there's a book out there. What's it called? I just read it. Oh, by um, Aubrey Marcus. Uh, uh, on the day, on, on the your day, life. on your life. Yeah, that was my first biohacking book I started. Really? With. Yes. Yeah. Great, great book. Great Owner book. On. Mm -hmm. Aubrey, if anybody buys it from uh, this podcast, you owe, owe me money. Um, hey, give me a cut too. I talked yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah it's true. It too. True. We'll, right. we'll split it. We'll split it. Thanks. Bro. Um, but no, in there, he cites a. I forget what type of study. It's a. Um, it's a metadata study. You know, peer reviewed study and everything about that. It said, if you're ever feeling anxious, mad, sad, anything like that whatsoever. If you do six deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, do count as many as you want, doesn't make a difference, just in through the nose, out through the mouth, six of them in a, mm -hmm. in a row, it will immediately lower uh, your heart rate, your blood pressure, and will allow you to kind of calm down. Absolutely. And then I have, I'm so excited, and I think next week I got this guy that, it was, I think he was lived seven years in an ashram just studying meditation but for meditation one thing that he was telling me uh, the podcast is next week but one thing that he was telling me is that when you meditate it's like the very few time that your whole mind just kind of yeah. and because you have all the different lobes and they're always firing but if you could just center yourself and be in the present like you said focus on the breath because I put a post out on Instagram, and if you think about it, the only time or virtually the only time that you can be angry, depressed, or, or fearful is when you're focusing on the past or worrying about the future. Absolutely. But if you focus on the present, focus on the breath, just for a minute. You don't have to do every you – know, it's not some fucking hemp-wearing yoga thing every, all day, every day. But if you just do it for a little bit each day, you can kind of center yourself relax and kind of go um go about your day so i really like starting Absolutely. the day out like like that it's the goods yeah it's the goods you said something i wondered if uh you could touch on this because one of the things that i love to do is if i'm going to do cardio the cardio that i love the most is is to run barefoot and do sprints on a uh football field and you said something earlier about grounding uh grounding yourself and taking your feet off and kind of touching that can you touch on that a little bit, or what's your thought process it's behind It's funny. That? I like to do everything barefoot also. Really? Yeah. Once, once I started grounding and realizing how much better my attitude, the, the anxiety, and everything. 
diminished. And uh, I started going to work barefoot. Yeah. I started running two miles a day barefoot. Oh, no way. Bro, life, life changing. I mean, your, your body, your hips, your, you know, your lungs, your, your whole, everything becomes what it's supposed to be again. You yeah. know, we put these shoes on that have all the cushion on it for comfort because, you know, right. comfort is what we want, but comfort isn't what we need. We need to be disciplined and we need to challenge ourselves. Our muscles, everything needs to be challenged for the proprioception and for the, what do you call that, uh, the universal education. Mm -hmm. You know, in order to learn something, you need to know how to maneuver and how to balance and with every step. Yeah. With the grounding, man, it's um, you get those that negative charge from the earth, you know, it's healing. It helps your body to heal. So if you have a cold, if you have um, scars, like it's it's been proven, you can look it up anywhere, that it helps your body to completely heal. Whether, you know, people have diseases that they've been struggling for a while, they start taking their shoes off and grounding in the park, in their backyard. And they, they miraculously their bodies start to heal. Yeah, yeah. Brain, mentally, physically, you know, it takes you there. Yeah, it's funny. I've said this before, but I did say this part of it. The very first time I went to um, my therapist, she could see that I was really, really in a, in a dark place. And this is why I just strongly recommend if you're if you need to talk to somebody, if you can't talk to your significant other, friends, or whatever, get a therapist. As long as they're board certified. They know exactly how to have the conversation. It's really, really awesome. I'm getting one soon, by the way. She could see that I was really, really in a dark place, and she did something so awesome because I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to talk to her. I didn't want to see her. I thought it was for weak, weak, you know, people. She goes, maybe it was maybe five, ten minutes total of the session. She didn't, didn't even charge me. She's like, why don't you just do this? Do you live anywhere where you can go out in nature? I said, yeah, I live over here by the uh, back bay in Newport Beach. And she goes, go out there and just go for a walk at least two minutes, three minutes, just go for a walk. And she goes, if you can take off your shoes and then just watch your feet, make sure you don't step on anything. And what she was doing is she was making me be in the present because I was walking barefoot in the back bay. For those of you who don't know, it's back bay. It's just like a nature sanctuary and stuff like that. But you have to watch where you put your feet. Otherwise, you're going to step on a rock, step on yes. a spur or something. But it makes you be in the present. So it does that exact thing that you're talking about, which is like ground you. Absolutely. So, no being on your cell phone while you're yeah, doing that. You have yeah. to be present. I just love all these things because I'm so excited that you're coming with all this all this knowledge. I, but all these things that you're giving, I hope everyone's listening because I'm being very honest. It's like these little tips and tricks are so valuable because six breaths, doing exactly what you did, doesn't. no one has to be around. You can do it in your car. You can do it. You go to go to work. Just do those six breaths, yeah. or you get home and just take off your take off your shoes. Just walk on, around on your patio. Nobody has to know what you're doing. Just go get the mail, whatever. Absolutely. All these little tips and tricks. They're so small, but they're so powerful when you put them all together. Absolutely. So I really appreciate you talking about that. My so. pleasure, brother. So kind of mo moving on. So you're you're an athlete, but you're also a really really cool entrepreneur, and you have your own fitness um, empire starting. And so I kind of want to talk about that because nowadays. Everybody seems it's almost like an entrepreneur, you know, with Instagram and YouTubes and, and all these Facebooks. And I'm seeing a lot of, from like a macro level, I'm seeing a lot more entrepreneurs start because that's the in vogue thing. But it's also a lot easier to do it nowadays. You know, you can do YouTubes from your house and you can be like such and such YouTuber that makes whatever, that, yeah. that little kid that makes $20 million a year just opening presents. Or So I want to talk about the kind of a couple stages one before you started your your business before you started your company what was the thought process to start it were you thinking did you think you could do it do you think you would be successful did you have like a mentor that helped you or how did you go from you know being a employee somewhere to now starting and running your own your own company what was kind of like that thought process of that little time but pre i had a uh, i had a hard time working for people I'm the nicest guy on earth, but yeah. people telling me what to do or pointing their fingers or looking down at me, it bring, it triggers me. And uh, it's just, I have an attitude problem when it comes to uh, authority. And it's, it's, not a, it's not a huge deal, but at the time it was, I was younger. Working out a lot, you know, I figured what's the best way to build something that I'm, you know, definitely interested in where I can help people out at the same time. I started, you know, I started my gym. I was, I was fighting. I needed a place to train. At the same time, I was 
training at another gym. So I decided to bring both of them together, make it my gym, as well as my training you know, facility where me, mm -hmm. my coaches, and all the rest of my fight camp was. So we brought it all together and we started war dance. Took off, you know, my, my staff, yeah, we're tough, but we don't pride ourselves in being tough guys. We're, we love helping, mm -hmm. helping people. We're like samurais, you know. We, we help people out at the same time. If we need to handle biz, it's gonna happen, yeah. you know. But that's not the priority. It was just one of those things that we were doing things right and we were helping a lot of people out and putting smiles on faces, getting results, and it blew up. So I have a mentor, you know, he invested in me and we took off and we got the, the big place that I met you yeah. at. Yeah. So actually I met you at Next Level. Next Level, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But from there we got the big place and started doing bigger things with kickboxing, boxing, weights, all that good stuff, performance yeah. training. You know, when you have a passion for it, it works. You, you have a passion, but you have the drive, and you continue to work at growth. Mm -hmm. Not not be stagnant and be like, oh, yeah, I know everything. No, get in them books every day. I listen to audio books every single day. When I'm in my car, I don't listen to music. Only on, I allow myself on the weekends to listen to music. Yeah. But once I realize that that's detrimental to anything you want to do in life you always have to be growing so I, i'm not the best reader mm -hmm. i get frustrated at reading i can read but it's right. going to take me going over it four or five times yeah. to understand what i was reading right so yeah. once i uh discovered audiobooks it's like boom i'm going through books i'm learning i can practice it i can apply it i can teach yeah. people with this you know basically that's what started my biz and that's what drives me to keep getting up and, and making it happen you know is me growing as well as taking what help the tools that I've learned and I've, you know, um, gathered and applying it to helping others out with it. Does yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, no, perfect. Perfect. Okay. I think you touched on something. One of the cool things for me sitting in, in this chair, talking to the people like yourself and everybody else that's been on the podcast is that all of you folks do so many great things without knowing it. And some of the things that you did that everybody's heard of, but maybe maybe you did or maybe you didn't. But most most of the times, people sitting in your chair, they don't they don't realize that they did this. But you always hear about find something that you're interested in, find something that will fulfill a need or help people, and then build your business around that. And that's exactly what you did. You're mm -hmm. interested in fitness, interested in in fighting training, interested in helping people and bringing people together. And so, what what do you do? You start a gym that accompanies all of that. But then you said another thing that I think now is really, really crucial that's I don't think talked about enough is that we live in the most amazing time in history. For me, period, end of story. You can control every single input that you put into your eyes, ears, nose, smell, anything like that. You control all the input, meaning... If you're on Instagram and you go, oh, my God, everybody is so negative, well, fucking delete the – stop following them. Damn do all sure. the type of stuff. But then also there's all different types of ways to learn in different medias. And so you found the one the one type of media that worked best for you in audiobooks. And some people think about, oh, well, I got to learn. Well, I don't like to – I don't like to read or I don't like to, you know, go to class or something like that. Well, then listen to an audiobook or watch a YouTube. So there's so many different ways to – learn you just have to figure out what works best for you yeah. and do it that that way and do it even when you don't want to do it you know and, and put those parameters around there type of stuff yeah. so when you're building your this business or this um company in this empire are there any times where you you're thinking shit i don't know if i can do this or or is this going to work or or <laughs> anything thing like that i know that's a leading question but i feel it's very valuable for everybody to hear that because everybody i think feels that as an entrepreneur yeah but i know as me as an entrepreneur i like to hear it not that i want anybody to do bad feel bad but mm. I, I can connect with it Absolutely. has there ever been times like that during this journey there's, there's numerous times <laughs> numerous <laughs> you know you just you have the mindset that you can do it no matter what or there's a breakthrough about to happen that's about to occur because it's so effing hard. I want to say, you know, the other word that you say all the time, but, I, you know, I don't have the boss oh. that you have. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's so hard, you just want to give up. And that's the difference between the people that succeed at these things and make something really huge happen um, as opposed to the, the folks that give up and they, they, they want to be comfortable in a whole lot of ways. You know, not to say, because... 
in order to have this, you have to have that, and that's mm-hmm. what makes the world go round, you know? But, for example, like one of the hugest turning points in my life recently was, yeah, I, I changed my whole mindset on health and fitness and became this, this, this follower and this advocate in holistic, you know, therapy and mindset and getting to the root cause and fixing things from the inside and out after I hurt my back. Yeah. With that, I started, you know, uh, Mind Soul Fit, which was, you know, a part of War Dance. We wanted to start this um, holistic wellness center and great idea, you know, helping people with um, nutrition, eating the right ways, mindset, uh, the working out that we, we, the services that we give as far as the kickboxing and the boxing, um, the classes, the personal training, the chiropractic massage therapy. However, my partner and I thought a little bit differently. Okay. So with that, it was just like a constant struggle and it affected business. And because open- it wasn't just me anymore. Right. For years, I did everything myself. Yeah, now I was partners. beat. I was destroyed. I was hurt. But I just, I, you don't have to talk to anybody else about yeah. Uh, you know what their opinion is or whatever. So I just did my own thing, which was great. I was always on point. I wasn't the I wasn't the richest guy on earth, but I was still sustaining and I was still sure. changing lives and I was still affecting the world, you know, with my my bit. Yeah. It came to that point in my life where I have a partner and things were just not in were not resonating, we're not in alignment with each other as far as our our mindsets and our outlook on how business should work. And things were just it just got to the point where I I really can't do this shit anymore. Like, what's yeah. going to happen? So what'd you do? So, you know, the universe, it works in mysterious ways. You put it out there. You don't want to give up, but what's going to, something's got to give. Mm-hmm. And eventually, um, boom, uh, one of my good friends, Steve King, um, who is now my partner, he was like, I got a great idea, bro because we've helped him out in a few different ways. His attitude, number one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Um, his attitude. Fuck you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> That's, thank you, bro. Yeah. I'm going to pay your money yeah. for that one. Um, his, uh, um, his back, he's in pain, you know, dieting, all this stuff. We've helped him out, and, it, you know, it, it made him feel great, and he, he really believed in everything we were doing with the, the massage therapy with Dr. Sadik, who is now the L.A. Chargers. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, chiropractor. Awesome. So what we did was he, Steve, and I came together and partnered up to make this happen the right way. Steve's the mastermind of business. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sadik's the healer. You know, on that level, and he has a nice, beautiful, shiny ball head, and he looks ah. great. And um, and then there's me. I do what I do. Yeah. And we came together, and we we have now all for health and wellness. Yeah. Um, and it's on a bigger scale. However, the thing that was missing was the partner, the partnership that was needed. Because I can't do it all. Mm. You know, I understand this side but i've never done all this stuff before i know war dance and that's it and when it came to venturing it out and trusting someone else to do the other side for me and it doesn't work out the right way and we don't see eye to eye it's crumbling right so before it completely crumbled steve's like let's do this and now we opened we opened our place up uh in january and we're blowing up and we're changing lives you know with the cryotherapy with the chiropractic massage nutrition everything I was setting out to do and more, but with the right partners. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I can focus on being me and doing what I'm used to doing, what I'm good at. And then that allows me a cushion, a buffer enough to become more of me. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's where we're at now. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's that's so cool. So a couple things with that. One, I think it's really, really valuable, especially not to be gender uh, specific, but usually or at least in my experience, men have this, we have this, this ego and pride that is just, it's rivaled and it's, 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 you can use it for good or use it for bad. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is you have an ego, you have a pride, I have an ego, I have a pride. Everybody has that. But for you to be able to sit there and go, you know what, I'm not good at this, at this spreadsheet P and L number sign and give that up to somebody who is, is really, really valuable because I know I've done that and, some other companies of, of mine where like, I'm going to, if it, it's going to get done, it's going to get done the right way. And I'm going to do that. And then, but I'm, I know I'm not good at this one little area, this marketing or whatever. And to put your ego on the shelf and go, 
you know what, I'm not good. Let me get somebody who can yeah. do it. It's really, really big. So um, that's a really, really big learning that I think a lot of people uh, hopefully heard and took away. Absolutely. And it's the scary. Other, it's fear. Too, yeah. You know? Because it's it's giving up control. And yeah. as, as an entrepreneur, as just people in life, you everyone wants control to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And when you have to give it up, it's like a little, little terrifying, like, oh, my God, oh, it's going to work. Ah, oh, shit. Right. You know? But the other thing, and this is just something that I just like, just like as a person, is just always – you never ever know what's going to happen, so treat everybody with respect and try to help everybody that you can without overexerting yourself. So you have Steve X number of time ago, months, years ago, or something. You help him out. You didn't help him out because, like, huh, one day he's he's gonna he's gonna be my partner. You helped him out and met him at his needs. You did the best job that you could do. Right. You helped him. He got incredible um, positive things out of it, and then. You kept doing you, kept doing you, and then finally he, he goes, well, shit, I can I can help him, or I can be, be with him. So had you not done your best or not met him at, at his level, or at his needs, that this partnership may never have happened. Right. So it's really, really valuable just to always treat people with respect because you never always. know who's going to come back around and help you. You never know who you're talk, talking to or dealing with at that time. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Always be that vessel of light, brother. Yeah. Yes. Before we get into kind of my, my last question, I want to kind of turn it over to you. And I want to kind of go a little bit more because you're, I want you to talk about your business, your company a little bit more in depth. I want you to kind of start, if you could t- touch on the mental side kind of what you do do over there because I think you do things a little bit a little bit different. It's not just going there and let's clang some uh, weights around. You have kind of all for health in there. So it's kind of cool. So if you're going to describe that, how would you describe your uh, empire there? Uh, our place is a one-stop shop. You can come in and get mind, body, and soul worked on. Okay. And that's balance. And in order to be a full, um, complete person with longevity and, and health and, and wellness, you have to touch on every little thing. You know, it can't just be this or that. It needs to be everything. So what my partners and I uh, devised was a place where you can come in, you can get you can get your chiropractic, you can get your massage therapy, you can go in for cryotherapy, mm-hmm. you, you, you can get the workouts. Uh, we, my coaches and I focus on mindset and spending time with people to uh, allow them to be themselves, but at the same time, how can you how can you be become better? Mm-hmm. What's holding you back? What do we need to do to take the next step to become 1% better every single day? Yeah, It's not about making these huge leaps and bounds, but just test yourself, man, and, and see what, 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 what occurs when you actually do that. We're not just going to go through the motions. Mm. How do you take yourself in this state and make it the state that you want it to be. It's not going to happen overnight, but yeah. take your time, love yourself, and allow it to happen instead of always trying to force it to happen. Yeah. And the biggest thing about our whole establishment, our home, is as soon as you walk in, whether you've been there for a month or two or even years, or just this is your first time coming in, you feel welcome. Like immediately there's yep. hugs, there's, hey, yep. you know, you're going to giggle a little bit, you know, you're going to embarrass yourself and we're going to accept that for who, mm-hmm. you know, accept you for who you are. But yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a great community and everybody says that, but you know, you actually have to step in the place in order to, to, to feel that, yeah. you know, to feel that warmth, to feel that energy. So we, we pride ourselves in being that spot that you want to go to, to make your home. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can attest to that. Uh, that time when you went over there, and I think you were trying to kill me with the. Uh, it was love. I said love. Oh, yeah, love. Yeah, I get yeah, those yeah. two mixed up. But no, you you walk in, and this isn't an information. I'm being very honest. I, I don't care about it on the podcast or not. But you walk in, the folks right at the the desk, super friendly. But the cool thing about it is the because it was just you and I working out, or you working me out, and but all the other clients, guests, or members or whatnot. You know, they they were chatting with me too, and it was kind of cool. They're like, "Oh, you're with Will today." Oh, okay, cool. It was like it, you felt that that camaraderie, that yeah. that community, and stuff like that. So that's that's really really cool. And that's just it. You know, what you project out is what you what what reflects and comes back at you. And I've been lucky enough to have the right people come into my life and work with me without me even even having to force it. They're just yeah. who they are, and that's just who we are as as a as a um, whole is a bunch of welcoming 
yeah. people that make you feel the love. And <laughs> I want to add too, Patrick's was my Muay Thai. Coach. Oh really? So, yeah. Oh no way. Yeah, he t he taught me a whole lot of yeah. good stuff. So if anybody needs a little Muay Thai, yeah. you know, go see Patrick at Rise. He's yeah. the man. Shout, shout out to Rise. I'm gonna get him on the on the podcast. Too, Absolutely, just to he's a smart dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a, he's another dude. I I know we already said it, but he's another dude that you. Um, he did something so awesome the other day. I came in there and he's like, "How are you doing?" I'm like, ah, "I'm fucking frustrated." And he goes, "He goes, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get after it today." So he got after it, but the whole time, I don't know if he if he was just having a good day or whatever, but he saw that I was frustrated and he was just so happy and laughing and making jokes. Made me feel a hundred times better walk, walking out of there, yeah. and I would have felt better anyway going through that physicality and going through the. Um, the class or the the training mm -hmm. but because of his attitude and because of his his positivity and his smile and his jokes yeah. like i said i don't know if he if he was just having a great day or did that on purpose i felt exponentially better and so people like him people like like you there's that little something extra that you guys give yeah. that you leave there you know same thing when i left your uh, establishment it just felt exponentially better right that, that, was that energy so, man yeah. just sharing that energy yeah like that's kung fu legit. panda bro it's a douche <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, oh, one last thing before I get to I, this really is my last question now. So, where can everybody find you? What's the what's the website? What's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that type of stuff? Let me break it down. Hit me. All for health and wellness. That's spelled A L L for the number H E A L T H N the letter and wellness. You know how to spell wellness. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take that much time. Yeah. Uh, dot com. Okay, that's the um, the website. Also, All for Health and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. And then mine personally, my personal Instagram is uh, Wardance Big Will and Wardance Training on Instagram. Okay. Facebook, you can go to Big Will. That's one word, Robertson. Yeah. I'm all over the place. I didn't mention the sound bath that we have at the gym, which you need to come check it out. Ooh. What, what is that? Cutting, sound bath. It's like just splashing your soul with frequencies of love you know i sound good on here. yeah talk about you how do. you like that yeah, right there. yeah. so very white motherfucker show you right baby show you right um master jeff i call him master jeff because he's this zen guy man he comes in with his bowls his chimes his um his flute and he takes you through a 45 minute vibrational frequency shift no way. That touches your soul, bro. And anything that's going on in your life, you can go in there with the jitters. You can go in there with some some trauma. You come out of there, bro, and you feel like you're floating, right, on cloud nine. And come in. I'll hook you up for a free session, bro, so wow. you can check it out. But Love to. It's, it's, it's all these sounds that, that are at a, at a certain frequency that brings you to center. And That's awesome. it's healing. It's like one of the most healing things you can do. You're breathing, you're laying down, and you're just accepting. And when you're done, you feel like a million bucks. That's one of our most popular classes. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I definitely want to try that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Let me know when you're ready, brother. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. So to kind of close it out, you're going to give some advice to somebody who's two types of advice, one mental and one physical the individual man, woman doesn't make a difference is coming and they're not, they're feeling down. They're, they're going through those things that you and I discussed that we kind of um, feeling worthless. They're feeling down. They're feeling like a piece of shit. They're also give the advice to somebody who's not feeling good physically. What's some things that you would say to start, try, think about in those, in the mind and body, what kind of advice would you give? Hmm. When a person comes in, they're feeling down. Okay. First thing I'll do is I'll crack a couple jokes, you know, just to 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 ease to take their mind off what they're going through. But I tell people to breathe. Mm. Breathing is something I advocate constantly. It's breathe. What do you have um, in life right now that you that you should be thankful for? What are you blessed with? Mm. You know, what are the great things that you have going on in life? Don't focus on that other stuff because it's easy to focus on that. Yeah. Let's think about all the good things because you are blessed, you know, and when, whether it's physical or mental, I'm always on that 1% better a day thing because mm -hmm. people think you got to wake up and you got to be a million percent better or a totally different person. No, just be you and 
give yourself love, once you start loving yourself and you allow mm. yourself to love yourself for who you are, it's not such a huge, you don't have all that anxiety, all that angst, all that pressure on yourself. Yes. It's like just love yourself, be in the present, and enjoy this journey, man. Yeah. Because you only got one, you know, and for somehow, some way, it takes that pressure off, you know. You have to remind people, you know, you got to yeah. remind people, but you have to remind yourself. Yep. You can't depend on everybody else to do this for you. You know, so it's new habits, mm -hmm. positive habits, believe that it's going to be better and just never stop. Never stop believing that it's going to be better the next day or eventually the next day or whatever. Even if it's cracking, it's not cracking and it's, it's tough and it's not getting any better, it's going to get better. Yep. Absolutely. And it's yep. all a matter of how you think because your mind controls everything. That's for sure. Yes, sir. That's for sure. Well, you hit it right on the head, man. I really appreciate you coming in. I appreciate, appreciate you, uh, you taking the time. Like I said in the beginning of the po podcast, you're, uh, in all honesty, a special person. You have an energy that when people get around you, they instantly feel better. You do Same it for me, you do it for everybody else. So I really appreciate it. Thanks, for everyone, for listening. And remember, be kind to yourself. Absolutely. Love you all. See ya.